Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 10 on Bullish on Jiu-Jitsu uh, with Professor Bruce and Coach Joe from B1 Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, how are you doing this evening, uh, Coach Joe? Good. Good. We uh, had a good session and uh, ready for the podcast. Yes, I think, I think that's what makes a good, a good episode is the fact that um, most of the time we're recording these after we've wrapped up training or for me sometimes it's just been a whole day of teaching but i've still got those the after training highs or just seeing people excited about a good training session even if i am a little tired it gives me that focus more important the focus because the energy is sometimes a little low but it gives me some good focus to get some good ideas going i you know joe and i sit down and ideas just kind of roll off of our tongue, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we're blowing a little bit too much smoke, but um, but yeah, I mean, today it was pretty easy to, to kind of get the lineup ready. Um, what do you think, Coach Joe? Uh, yeah, I'm re- ready to go. Um, I uh, yesterday just kind of on that like kind of whole momentum thing. We I did I, I worked out with my family first time. We did we did like a yoga class. Nice. And it was my first time like my wife ever did like kind of a yoga class, and she was she was great at it. You know. And then after the, she was hesitant to do it, and then after the class, she was like, "Oh, uh, I really like that." I, and I go, "Yeah, it's always you always feel good afterwards. It's the the key is yeah know, getting there." And for you, it's all, it's pretty much like you train because it's a different workout, so you complement your training. Yeah, um, it's good recovery. Yeah, you know, especially like when we talk about all the time the importance of taking a few minutes to stretch. Uh, probably but, the best thing you can do for yourself. Yeah, my daughter. Before we went, she's like, "Are you uh, are you nervous about this class?" I go, "Are are they gonna are they trying to kill me here?" I'm, or she's like, "No." I'm like, "Well, then I have nothing to worry about. I do jujitsu here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like you can't, you know. But even then, like I tell people, you know, when it comes to jujitsu, like I talk to young guys, older guys. But you know, I've talked, I've run into you know former high school buddies, and I'm like, you know. The conversation will come up. I'll be like, "Hey, man, just come by, check out some jujitsu." I'll be like, "Man, to be honest with you, I'm just afraid of getting hurt." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "But think about what kind of business will we have if the people that were coming in through my door were getting hurt, right? right. We wouldn't have much of a business, <laughs> right?" It's like, um, <clears throat> you know, a couple summers ago, I did a uh, a class for. Uh, uh, driving cars on the track i guess you could call it race cars, race cars cool or That's whatever cool. but and it was kind of the same thing i had car buddies that were hesitant about doing it and didn't do it at all and i think part of the reason was maybe they just felt hey man you know they wouldn't have the skill for it but you know one thing that i took from the experience is how safe it all was right it's at the end of the day you leave there like you leave there thinking okay or the, even the instructor tells you, like, it's way safer to to drive at those velocities on a dic- dictated track where there's a rule set, mm-hmm. very similar to jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. right? There's hand signals. You tell people when to pass you. You warn somebody when you're going to pass them. You do things in a safe manner just like we do jiu-jitsu, right, uh, which keeps everybody safe. You know, it's the same thing. It's like I, I would rather, if I want to, if I want to, you know, get you know be combative with somebody right i'd rather do it in a in a structured environment where there is a rule set 
you know, mm-hmm. there's there's a such thing as tapping. So mm-hmm. I could do it safely, right? In case I ever need to, um, you know, I can do it outside of here. Um, but same thing with, you know, whole, you know, if we take it to the race to the racetrack, you know, get those skills in case, you know, one day I got to, you know, outrun the law. I'll run the law. You never know, man. With all these, <laughs> you know, all these, all these world, all these wars popping up. Right. You know, even, even, uh, yeah. My wife's like, you know, doomsday prepping. Don't want to scare anybody, but <laughs> hey, I mean, if you have, if you have a young family, you know, something that definitely has to cross your mind at one point or another. Um, I was talking to my uh, this morning, and it was weird. I was telling her how she should change her password often because people can, like, hack your email. They hack your email. They could even hack your phones. And then I'm driving I'm driving in the morning. I realized my signal was out. So I was affected oh, yeah. by that yeah, yeah. outage. I didn't, know it was, I didn't know it wasn't just me. I was like, oh, my God, my, you know, potentially someone could have, like, hacked my phone if I set up, if they somehow got my email, they called or whatever. Yeah. And um, I got home, and there's, like, you know, 100,000 people affected or major yeah, that, cities that, out, that outage i mean was it and and joe i know this is your field of work was it something to do with cyber hacking that you know made, what? The, made the grid go down i don't know i don't know i they, they the weird part is it wasn't only at&t it was a couple yeah i think it was two other carriers i'm not sure they said they said verizon but i yeah. i called you know when i when i read that i called one of my buddies and yeah. yes the call didn't go through right uh, he's on at&t um and then i called I called uh, Evelyn, and you know she she answered the phone. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, in case, yeah, you know, son's going to school today, and she needs something. I mean, you never know, right? <laughs> uh, the boys are a little bit under the weather this week, so uh, we've been trying to do our best to keep in in, in communication at all times. Uh, but yeah, man, that stuff's scary. And yeah, then, you lose your phone, and that's like one little thing. And I was like, dang. I, I mean, I couldn't log into my work computer because yeah. I need my phone. I need, you know, my band. Yeah. And then I, like, if we lost power, like people just like if we lost power for like a week. Imagine yeah. people just start going crazy. People just right. and that's the thing, man. Like you know, I and I guess it's, I mean the whole that's the whole idea behind this podcast, right? But like you see, like these situations that we talk about makes me feel even stronger about the whole concept and idea on why it's so important to have these self-protection skills right yeah um because i mean push comes to shove at the end of the day if you know i need to defend a territory my place you know right i hate those i hate those, those, are, those, so, those are the worst the worst <coughs> the scariest worst movies for me the but ones yeah and, that, and that's the apocalypse thing apocalypse like, type things but there's people i mean there's people and, and you know i'll be short about this i mean there's people on, on play on parts of the planet right now yeah getting ready that are not even getting ready but that's 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 the reality they live oh, every right day. yeah that's true that you is know true, that 100%. is the reality that they live every day i think sometimes we just you know, like I said, not getting political. I think we just take for granted, you know, the uh, what we have. Good lives. In fact, yeah, we, I can wake up tomorrow. I can go home tonight. Yeah. I wake up in the morning excited to come to jujitsu, you know, and that's probably going to be the toughest part of my day, you know, waking up. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not reality for people out there. So our prayers go out to those, those people that mm-hmm. you know, stay safe, take care of their families, and, you know, at the very least – come out stronger right um but tying back in um we talked about cross training with you coach joe uh 
you know, wrestling season's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a couple. Um, I know for us here locally, uh, some of the uh, the high schools are getting ready for their uh, uh, state tournament. I think the guy the guys actually just finished last just week. Finished? Yeah, yeah, the girls the girls are going this week. And, okay, and then the little kids. Yeah, and then yes, yeah, so I have some of my I have some of our uh, our youth. Uh, practitioners here that are in wrestling mm-hmm. they're uh you know they're getting, they're getting towards the end of part of their end part of their season yeah. um but uh you know i think that cross training going from wrestling to jiu-jitsu jiu-jitsu to wrestling has really helped and you're starting yeah. to see a lot i've seen all the highlights that i've been seeing this year of high school wrestling had jiu-jitsu influence behind it mm-hmm. right and you know a lot of times like the the athlete will come on and say oh you know i've been training jiu-jitsu for x amount of time and you know, that's why I was able to, you know, uh, get that escape, you know, because in wrestling, you, you award points, you get points awarded for escapes. Or, you know, a lot of times you see a, a close pin and all of a sudden the guy gets butterfly swept onto his back. Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it just goes to, goes to show. I mean, if you're a wrestler that you want to stay in, in tip top shape and you want to have an advantage over the next wrestler, why not jujitsu? Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I wish I can go back in time and uh, and I knew what I know now because yeah. even though my son he wrestled he started late like in in high school already but he was able to hang in there because of jujitsu hundred yeah. percent you know and then <clears throat> certain positions like um, you know getting the hooks in that's huge in wrestling you know yeah and controlling the opponent from the top and the, but there's a there's a lot you know you can't you can't really make up like six years of wrestling experience and no, but I, I mean definitely like i had a i had a student that started with us um he was he was still in middle school <clears throat> and he went to high school and and i think his freshman year he started uh wrestling he ended up by senior year he ended up making it down to state nice and then uh, yeah. he ended up wrestling at uh at oh, elgin cool. Not Elgin, excuse me, at Elmhurst College. Okay. So it's still cool. a good, awesome, yeah. good private school. Right. Um, and I've had some other students. I mean, to be honest, more often than not, do we see jiu-jitsu practitioners that came from wrestling or, you know, focus on wrestling, have good success on the wrestling mat. Um, and my instructor, Professor Christian, has had multiple students that have that have become, that were, either became state champions or mm-hmm. made it. Made it to Division One, Division Two college wrestling programs. That's awesome, man. So for them, I think that's huge because I mean, a lot of those guys were on uh, or girls were on um, scholarships. Yeah, you know, sport for, for girls. Yeah, it's a huge thing for. And, that, and that's the thing, you know. Sometimes I'll talk to some of these, you know, wrestling only uh, athletes that are, you know a little bit older. Maybe our coaches and stuff now, or or maybe are done with 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 wrestling in general and they still seem to kind of have this like wrestling versus jiu-jitsu mentality which again going back to cross training like gotta be open-minded right mm-hmm. master henzo says you can learn from anybody mm-hmm. so i think as jiu-jitsu keeps growing i think that's going to be one of the biggest edges we're going to have uh is going to be our influence into the wrestling industry because right now you know depending on who you ask. I mean, wrestling is still dominant, right? Worldwide, yeah. every country for the most part wrestles, right? So as far as opportunities go, like, you know, if you can be creative. If you're a top-level wrestler, I mean, you can get a really good following and really, really kind of be able to 
take your career to new heights, transition to different, mm-hmm. lots of different avenues now, right? And yeah. We're even mm-hmm. seeing, we're seeing wrestlers come over to jiu-jitsu and after the wrestling career is done and become great jiu-jitsu practitioners um, and even, you know, once they get their submission game in order, mm-hmm. they go into MMA and dominate, you know, taking less damage than your regular striker would or even regular jiu-jitsu practitioner. <laughs> yeah, when you can control whether it's going to be standing or, you know, on the ground, it, oh, that's yeah. hum- it's humongous. And anything. I mean, th- yeah. even, even as a police officer, think about it. If, right. if I needed to, if I, if I had a situation where I needed to put somebody on the ground with skill so mm-hmm. I don't get hurt or they don't get hurt, right? I mean, that's the best thing to have. I, I mean, I have a couple guys here, uh, current students who are Division One wrestlers and, you know, roll st- – you know, training with them on the feet, standing up, is not much different than training with a jiu-jitsu black belt. Mm. Uh, just, you know, the level of of care that goes into the techniques, right? One of those guys ankle picks you, he puts you down like a feather. Like, you don't, you don't hear a big kaboom in the background, right? It's, right. it's very, very skilled, very controlled. Uh, <clears throat> so it just kind of goes to show the level of, of experience. And that's something you can't. I mean, you can't you can't develop that overnight, right? I mean, it takes for sure. it takes hours and hours and hours on the mat. Um, I always wondered why there isn't a, 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 an academy for just wrestling, like up to you know adult level. I mean, I I know it's I, I would guess it's a little bit harder on the body, maybe wrestling. I think I think that's the biggest thing. It's because I know they're out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're definitely out there. Probably not as much as. There could be, but I think that it, it would just be hard because, or the, it's hard to, to get a gain a student base, right? Because, like, what makes what what allows an older athlete to train jujitsu, is because it's not go go go. All the time, like yeah. wrestling is right, and, I mean, they you know you can argue you know there's different parts of the of the world that train that train wrestling differently. Uh, that maybe not be may not be as explosive, more technical, like we've talked about in previous episodes. <coughs> but um, you know, the American way isn't to you know go that route here, especially in wrestling. It's and that's why it, it builds a different type of breed of person. Yeah, it's hard. Right, the mental <laughs> toughness. Yeah, it's so hard. It's, I mean, yeah, just the dieting, the early workouts. Yeah, you know, and then you know you're in. Wrestling is, if my, you know, from my experience, the only, you know, sport form of combat, I guess, where it's like they lock the doors to the training room, they put the heat up, <laughs> yeah. and he just not gonna go kill to work, you, right? right? And, yeah. it and it doesn't matter really what the age is. Like, right. imagine I did that with my kids' program here, <laughs> right? It's, it's like my adults yeah, complaining. We'd be, we'd be closed by next week, right? Um, I mean, not not that we don't train hard, but it's just like I wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, right? it's just, um, and I can't think of any other sport you can. I mean, even even if like we were to play back, let's say we were, you know, we were a, ba- a basketball club, and I close the doors, put the heat up, and then say, "Hey, suicides until we throw up, and then we're gonna, <laughs> you know, do a hundred layups, and, you know, and then we're gonna scrimmage." I mean, yeah. same thing. It'd be it'd be mayhem, right? Uh, but in wrestling, like if you're a parent, ties your kid up for wrestling, it's like you know that's what you're putting them into, right? Yeah. Like, that's expected. You know, I've talked to guys who are like, you know, I had one guy, um, 
I think he was. He sounded like he had a European. You know, he was European, a European accent. But he says to me on the phone, he's like, "Why don't you guys have two-hour practices where, you know, kind of like what I described already? Yeah, he really pushed. You know, and I'm like, that might only work for very few people. Right. Like, I invited him to come on in and check us out, regardless. But um, I think he was definitely more or less looking for wrestling, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Looking for wrestling. I remember, you know, Joe. I think you you were. This is about the time you were getting you were getting your your feet wet in jujitsu. But when we had our, you know, our original academy in Warrenville, it was tiny, 1,300 square feet at the most. Yeah, I was there for a few months. That's it. Probably like a quarter of our current academy um, size-wise, right? Yeah. yeah. But what the nice thing about it is I had one door at the back right. and one door at the very front. And it was matted wall to wall. And uh, at the time I was young and I still maybe wasn't the best at, you know, the skill set that I have now as far as... Um, I don't want to say customer service, but, you know, like, I came from a competitive jiu-jitsu background, right? So, like, for me, like, intense training, you know, high heat. It's like Brazil or something like that. Yeah, minimal <laughs> air mobility. That was heaven for us, yeah. right? And and granted, our group was a lot smaller. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there was no... <laughs> I think those were the times when we turned the AC off yeah. for the uh, for the adult class. You know, once the kiddos were I, gone. I remember that. I remember a couple of times you did that. Yeah, and uh, we just opened up both doors, yeah. and then we just trained. I mean, right. I will say this: like, I never got in better shape so quick in my entire life than training in that twelve to thirteen hundred square foot yeah. facility that we had at the time. Even the, the next gym wasn't; it was bigger. But it didn't have like great airflow. No, I had terrible airflow. Like you, you'd have the doors wide open, and, and sometimes I, move. sometimes I would drive and I would see the doors open. I'm like, should I go in that class today? <laughs> well, like, here's, here's the thing: like we had spent, we had invested so much into building out. I mean, because I mean, at the end of the day, like when we moved from our small location mm-hmm. to our sli- slightly bigger location, mm-hmm. right? Like our student base wasn't like where. It, I would have liked it to be right so and we had we had put so much funds into having the nicest you know naperville Mm -hmm. style facility well at the end of the day we ran out of money for fans right so we didn't (laughs) have fans and that's why the air never moved and then when we got to the point where we could afford fans right i'm like how are you gonna be here right (laughs) like what's the next build out what's the next stage to this because um you know i'm I'm always forward thinking you know and i'm like well I'm not gonna, and, and the thing is, like, commercial fans are not cheap, right? Um, they're not cheap, so um, I'm like, I would hate wasting into that. Mm-hmm. Eventually, the compromise we made is we just we used more of the AC, right? <laughs> Maybe I'll do a Sunday class where in the summertime will be more. Hey, we're gonna keep it, keep it. It's gonna be a good workout, <laughs> you know. We'll see how it goes. Maybe, maybe there might be some guys. I know some of the young guys would be interested in that, but I know the older, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just, just no, supervise. Got, I mean, and that's the thing now. Like, so fast forward to now, we have such a way bigger group, obviously. Mm-hmm. Different age groups. Like, yeah. you know, people like comfort. I can't blame them. People like comfort, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, and that's one thing we do here. But, the, you know, it's comfortable. We keep the AC on now <laughs> right, but it's also a cleanliness thing because now i mean you know a room of what 12 14 guys back in 
you know, the 1200 square foot place versus, right. you know, a class of 60 plus people mm-hmm. like, you know, cleanliness is a big, you know, it's a big proponent there. So that's kind of why part of the reason too we keep the ECM and try to minimize. That's the one thing I've learned in this industry when it comes to man, moisture can be a killer. <laughs> wow. not, not only to your, not only to people, the people working out, but the facility as well, right? So, mm-hmm. um, kind of help up with the maintenance and upkeep. Uh, another reason why we keep the EC on. So cool. Um, so yeah, so yeah, guys. I mean, if uh, you know, kind of the end of uh, you know that story is if you are a wrestler and want to get better wrestling, come join jujitsu. <laughs> if you are a wrestler that thinks wrestling is the end-all be-all come check out some jujitsu <laughs> right um yeah cross training is the best guys you know i'll be like coach joe try a yoga class out with the family nothing wrong there right um and what do you think coach joe are you gonna you're gonna do that yoga class once a I week i think so i like think so there's some there's some good spots where me and my wife can do it now yeah and um yeah it's nice a little feels feels good you feel I bet you, you felt great today yeah i, I actually you know. did real good so, excellent so now uh, this week, guys, and I talked to Coach Joe a little bit about this, but I had a, I had a student come in, and, uh, you know, he was telling me, you know, X amount of reasons on why he wasn't able to come into class, right? But people's habits, behavior body language can kind of tell you different and it made me think of something and the word that i use for it is resistance right not not resistance from the standpoint of resistance training you know but resistance from the standpoint of my alarm clock went off this morning and i hit the snooze button right resistance from the standpoint that I was going to try an ice bath. I, te- <laughs> I, I dipped in my pinky toe and my, and my brain said, rethink this out. Right. <laughs> so I didn't end up jumping into the ice bath. Yeah. Right. When in reality, how do you overcome that type of resistance? You jump into the ice bath, you submerge your, your entire body had included. And when you come up, Two, three minutes will go by, and you're going to be like, hey, this actually ain't, this isn't that bad. Not bad, yeah. When it comes to hitting the snooze button, Coach Joe, I'm sure we both have hit the snooze button before. <laughs> what happens when you hit the snooze button? Do you wake up more refreshed, or do you wake up yeah. more tired? The same or worse, you know. Yeah, you oh, know. 100%. Yeah. Um, and this another student I actually had that conversation with. He's like, you know, one day he's like, oh, Professor Bruce, sorry I was late today. I couldn't find my keys. But then it happened the next 6 a.m. class. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Man, I hit the snooze button. <laughs> and I said, hey, man, next just, class, yeah. I'm like, don't hit the snooze button anymore. I'm like, you know why? Because not only were you late to jujitsu, which whatever, right? Well, not whatever, but mm-hmm. but it's what it represents, and that's the resistance, right? Yeah. And the resistance was strong that day. And what ended up happening is you woke up more tired. You woke up more tired, you know, and that's something like I teach a 6 a.m. class here at our academy, right? And could I have somebody else teach it? 
Absolutely. We got plenty plenty of higher belts. People will be willing to jump in. I got guys here that I know do an excellent job of explaining techniques and get along great with the group. But I do it to train me to be better at fighting that resistance, right? Hitting that snooze button. Because I was, especially before I had kids, hitting the snooze button was one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, man, get that extra 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. But that extra 20 10, 30-minute nap, I guess, that you took throws off your entire day. <laughs> and if that, if that is you guys, if, if you have felt that, send us a message right in the comments below that you've hit that snooze button <laughs> and you've experienced the side effects. Don't be a snoozer. Don't be a snoozer, no. And with, but that is, a re, you know, resistance, and that is the same, you know, that goes back, that... that that idea, that resistance is what kept, you know, X, Y, and Z person from making it in through the door, right? Because sometimes if you look at that door and you're like, it's time for jujitsu, but you're like, oh, man, but this couch is comfortable. What's going to happen? Five minutes will go by. Ten minutes will go by. And you're like, oh, well, I can't leave now. I'm going to be late to jujitsu. But you know what's going to happen 20 minutes after that coach show? You're going to be like, man, I should have just gotten to jujitsu. Class would have been halfway done already, and I would have been halfway through my workout. Mm -hmm. But instead, I'm here watching a Netflix series that I don't even really enjoy. <laughs> right. right? Who has fallen into that trap? Right? And I go again. I, the word I use for that that I use for that is resistance. So if you are somebody who's catching yourself, right? It's like the ice bath example. Just jump in. Mm -hmm. Right? Jump in, and I. I mean, when I've done an ice bath in the past, that's when the only time, the times that I've been successful with it, that is what went through my head. Just jump yeah. in, right? Um, the one thing I did make sure is that there was another person supervising in case I, <laughs> especially the first couple of times, like if I pass out, at least <laughs> right. somebody will be here to pull me out, right? But, um, but yeah, it's that. Um, if you guys listen, there's a there was a one of the more recent Joe Rogan episodes. He talked about that same idea of resistance, you know, not pulling the trigger on things that you know you have to do. And um, there, there's a portion, and I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so, um, you know, we can, we can argue about this if, we, if, if somebody out there has a little bit more information than me. But I guess it's called the mid-cingulate cortex. Mm -hmm. And it's a portion, um, I would say, you know, part of your brain. That, that controls that type of reaction, right, to, to those type of things that you don't want to do. Because how often do you catch yourself? You know, and it's something you enjoy, right? It's something you enjoy, like jujitsu. I, I, I have students that have been here for years, and they're like, hey, you know, getting that focus to get me out through the door or, you know, after a long day to kind of muster that energy to get up and get in. So two things can happen. The person that was able to overcome that resistance came in and they're like, I'm so happy I was here, right? The person that wasn't able to overcome it um, regretted it. Mm -hmm. And then the thing is like, even that one or two times that they missed, it starts having an effect and resistance starts to be, feel okay, right? And that's when you see people, that's why that's why those memes go around of, of people that quit at Blue Belt. The, person, the reason that person quit at Blue Belt, and again, we can argue this, is they gave themselves a week break after, you know, having their blue belt for a couple of weeks or a couple of months. 
And then that week break turned into two weeks and then turned yeah. into three weeks. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're hanging out with their with their old group of buddies that are maybe taking them in the wrong direction, right? And this is just an example, but it's that, that resistance effect. And that sometimes, you know, I think knowing about it, knowing about the resistance, knowing about our habits, knowing ourselves is very important to do, right? Like I, you know, part of my, my uh, routine is, is I go to visit my instructor's academy once a week, right? And, you know, on that day, I could be doing other things. I could be hanging out with my family. I could be having another jujitsu class here or two jujitsu classes. But the reason I do it, one, because, you know, if, I, if I'm going to call somebody my mentor, my instructor, like, I'm going to see the guy, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but two, it kind of keeps me accountable and it keeps, it allows me to deal with the resistance factor. Right, because even like not especially like depending on the day of the week, like after two thirteen-hour days, like right, like there's a lot of things I would rather do. Right, have yeah. a nice lunch, you know. You say hang out with the family, maybe take a nap. I mean, you name it. We can right. think. We can think of a hundred different excuses on why not to follow through with it. But never once have I gone and then left and been like, man. I should have just stayed home today and done pay bills. Right. right. <laughs> I know when I, when I have like, like, like I have to study for like a test for work or if I have to do something, I'll actually like put it in my calendar. Like I'm a, even during the middle of the day, I'll be like, all right, this, I have 10 o'clock free Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'll, I'm going to study this thing, whatever. And that keeps me like kind of in, yes. you know, but it, like what happens, Joe, like, like, Describe to us how hard is it to get studying or, or start the studying process, yeah. and then what happens once you start it? Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, it, it is. It is like you know, getting in that groove, getting starting to you know read or do tests or whatever it is. But yeah, it's it's like it's like anything. After you're done, after you you know you feel I knocked out a hundred questions or something like and that. And it flows, right? Yeah, it, it just flows. keeps on going. Yeah, I mean, right. you know what? One hobby that I picked up probably going on to a year now uh this is my second time at it is playing guitar i started playing guitar because i want my sons to get into a musical instrument when they grow up so i lead by example right you know well dad why do i have to play a musical instrument it's good for us buddy watch mm-hmm. and i can show them right so and i do enjoy the playing the guitar but sometimes like i'm exhausted right mm-hmm. and i look at the guitar and then i lose focus and i look at the computer screen and then I look back at the guitar, and then I look back at my cell phone. I look at the guitar, and then my son will come running in with a big mess on his face that we got to clean up, right? <laughs> but eventually, you know, back to my to the to the X, I guess X resistance training. It's like you just pick it up and you start strumming, right? Because once you get the first couple strums out, it just starts to flow, and the next thing you know, you're 30, 35, 45 minutes into mm-hmm. into you know, dabbling with your with your instrument for the day and, you know, your work's complete. Yep, and it adds up. Just be consistent, yeah. right? And I think that's kind of what you're describing as you're, you're studying. But, Joe, would you link that back to your commitment to training jiu-jitsu? Like we've talked about before, you know, Coach Joe came in, signed his son up, watched a couple classes. Like for six months. Yes. <laughs> It's a few classes. More than a few. <laughs> yeah. But he's been but since he started, he's never stopped. So would you say that has translated into you being able to fight that resistance when it comes to doing 
other things around the house, maybe your honey-do list, you're studying. Yeah, I mean, I, I already consider this like it's just going to happen. You know, if I'm not, if if I don't have a, something my wife wants me to do, or I'm, I'm just going to, you know, like she works sometimes on the weekends, I'm, I'm going to jiu-jitsu. It's not like even a question, you know. Uh, certain evenings I know she'll have plans and that kind of stuff. So, you know, we work it out in advance, so it's already kind of locked in that I'm I'm going. It's not... Yeah. So that that totally helps out. If I left it up to like, eh, do I feel like going today? Nah, maybe not. I could, you know, do. That. It's all, it's all in your head. You could you you could always find an excuse for something you don't want to do. Yeah. You know? I mean, think, think about how many think about how many activities we have in our weekly mm-hmm. life, right? So our Monday through Sunday that we actually enjoy doing, but we just lack the focus to get it started there and then. Mm-hmm. Unless we're doing something to actively train it, right? Like I. I you know, one thing that I would say, you know, and this is why when I've heard, when I heard, you know, someone talking about it, it resonated with me because, you know, there's so, so often there's things, like I said, we enjoy doing, but we lack that little focus on just picking it up and doing it. Have it be writing, right? Mm-hmm. Writing, uh, reading. Like, I would say most of us, listening to this podcast today would enjoy reading or do enjoy reading right mm-hmm. sometimes just the process of picking up the book is the hardest part yeah getting started right right sure. it's like how many of our listeners that aren't actively training jiu-jitsu like combat sports if you like if you like to visually if you like to watch something like it would make sense that you probably like to participate in it right mm-hmm. you know maybe you do have some apprehensions maybe you're you know, maybe you have a disability. Maybe you have, you know, a weight problem. Maybe you have a social anxiety problem, right? Um, and those are the top three that I could think of right off the gate, right off the bat. But, I mean, that's all something that with good mentorship, with good instruction, with good follow-up, we can yeah. overcome together. I think, and, and we talked about it before, but I, the, the, the thing that I like about this is that it's not only a physical thing. Like, you go to the gym and you could work out for an hour. You don't, you listen to your music, you don't talk to anyone. That's it. But you're not thinking of like, you're not thinking like, you're, it's not like you're playing chess, right? It's yeah. not like you're using your mind. You don't have the camaraderie and talk to a bunch of people during class and after class and get some laughs and, you know, see people that you like and that kind of thing, you know. Uh, so that's you know it just you're you're using it's it's so much more than just us training, it's you know it's like our family away from home right and yeah no and, and I mean from you know first I know nowadays topic you know a very I talked about topic is is mental health and I'm like okay it's cool you're getting the, you're getting the lifting you're getting the endorphins going but I mean just the other day I was leaving the fitness gym. And um, as I'm walking out, you know, the person in front of me just lets the door go. Like, mm-hmm. you know, luckily my reflexes aren't too bad yet. Right. So I was able to stop the door, right? Yeah. But you know, this person was rude or just completely oblivious to the fact that, you know, somebody was that close behind them. Yeah. They just let the door go. But, um, you know, long story short, I mean, that could have ruined my day, right? <laughs> I definitely didn't. I didn't feel... You know, especially on the stressful days, right? Something yeah. like that could really throw you for a loop. Um, 
I don't know. Maybe a part of it is my fault that I keep to myself when I do go to the fitness gym. Right. But, you know, at the same time with my schedule, like, I'm in and I'm out. Right. I, I really don't have, unless I know you, like, I don't have time for small talk. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. going back to what we're trying to say, but <laughs> here at Jiu-Jitsu, we got plenty of time for it, right? It's, right. It's, part, right. It's, ba- it's, baked into the, it's baked into the program. Um, I mean, but even yesterday, like I said, I, I saw Professor Christian, and, and I, long story short, I was home an hour late. That later than usual, um, and part of the reason was, you know, we were just chatting there yeah. uh, with some of the other students, and you know, getting some laughs off after practice, after training. Excuse me, nobody was in a hurry to really leave. Was the issue right? Uh, and that sometimes uh, I think we could fall victim to that just because you know, kind of comes to the tor- t- territory. Have a good time and mm-hmm. want to hang around longer, right? Um, but kind of going back, you know. <coughs> Hopefully, that inspired you know some students or some potential students to you know not hit that snooze button tomorrow, right? Yeah. Not hit that snooze button. You know, jump in to that ice bath. Drink, say, drink a lot of water before you go to sleep. So as soon as you wake up, you got to go to the washroom, and that's it. You're done. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, something that um, you know, Coach Joe's picked my brain about or tried to. But we saved it for we saved it for the podcast. And other students have talked to me about this before. Um, is it good to eat before or after training? Right. Um, I would say, you know, when it comes to motivation, caffeine. I mean, you can add all these different variables. But if I eat something light, nutritious before training, mm-hmm. or even before going out to teach my morning classes. I have more energy that without even when I, without even thinking about it, I my body is or my mental state is more willing to jump in mm-hmm. to train, right? I've noticed myself the days that I don't eat breakfast and I just kind of fast and maybe yeah. have coffee. Um, the, caf- the coffee doesn't do it; it just doesn't have enough calories. That after teaching two three classes, you know, and it's let's say let's say we're odd and there's an opportunity for me to jump in with a student i really don't want to right i just like oh, i'll save it for tonight you know mm-hmm. i know big joe's coming tonight you know eric will be here tonight i mean you name it you know we'll have a great you know danny we'll have a great group of guys in the evening i'll jump in then well guess what ends up happening i end up teaching five classes in a row <laughs> and i really don't want to jump in right. um, but you know one thing that i've done differently is i eat something have it be, you know, instant rice. Have it be PB&J. Mm-hmm. Um, something with some nutritional factor behind it, some calories. And right. I have noticed a difference there. Now, eating after, let's say, you know, even after my mor- my evening, you know, when the evening session starts, I have a quick dinner uh, before our adult classes um, when, you know, the guys are kind of running the ship for a little bit. So before I go out there and teach some technique, I'll have a dinner, and I would say my mood is tremendously different. You know, I've had guys in the past, that, you know, come up to me and say, "Hey, Professor Bruce, are you mad? Like, are you having an okay day?" And I'm like, "No, I'm feeling, I'm okay." But yeah. I think my sugar was just slow, right? Ah, but now, when I come in the back and I have myself a small dinner, I come out there way better energy. Sometimes I've even jumped in and done a done a second training session or whatever um or my first depending on the day uh but it's helped i mean and, and kind of leading into that 
it's helped me from not going home after this, eating a late dinner, mm-hmm. which then is breaking down my body so late at night that I'm up to one in the morning because I just can't fall asleep because I have all this energy that my body's trying to yeah. break down, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you're a victim of, of that situation, um, you know, and I know you're, you're between, you know, getting out of work, coming straight to jiu-jitsu, you know, I think a little meal prep, something that, that you know you can throw in your car i think would be good yeah to allow you to get that rest i think it's 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 time common sense you don't want to eat like a big a big meal and then start rolling around and yes someone's sitting on your chest or whatever you know but if you get if you get the right nutrition in your body like for me um you know carbs and carbs protein and fat Mm -hmm. before jujitsu right and then after jujitsu um regardless i mean even just walking around and showing technique and talking some protein have something in your body to break down overnight and i think you i think over time you'll feel better i mean my resistance training my weight training has been a lot less as of as of recently just because of my schedule and family and whatnot but um you know we have uh if anybody has any questions on this let me know we have uh we have we have a an account set up at vitamin shop um Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'll use the gym phone number. You'll get a discount. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so we have a, you know, we have a, uh, an account set up with Vitamin Shop, but they also run a ton of specials, and they had uh, the protein bottles mm-hmm. sale for a dollar. Right? Nice. And you can't, I mean, right. for good quality protein for a dollar, like, dude, yeah. give me the whole crate, right? Mm-hmm. So long story short, yeah, we we bought almost the entire crate. Um, so we, so I've been, you know, just having that easy access protein late night. Yeah, that's a good idea. Has has kept my stamina, has kept my body in better shape than without it. So it, I mean, it does, especially, you know, I'm I'm in my 30s now. Like it's not like in my 20s that I could easily put on weight, take off weight, get lean, bulk up, right? So now having a consistent protein diet that's sufficient my body like we talked about you know you don't need trt you just need good sleep good diet right um that's kind of where that's gone is is amping up the level my intake of protein has kept my body in better shape i mean physically i can see it in the mirror you know awesome so so yeah so if anybody's out there is wondering eat a light meal before training and i think you'll have a better session yeah makes sense avoid avoid late late night snacks that will That'll be a killer, I think, especially recovery. Because that's another thing. Like, outside of eating, what's the next? Spec- what's the next best thing, in my opinion, you can do? And I mean, I think these are interchangeable. Sleep, sleep, right? yeah. diet, and sleep, diet and sleep. And I think, uh, you know, exercise. You'll you'll have more energy for the exercise to kind of, you know, complete that trifecta. What you need to maximize your TRT, right? For sure, yeah. Well, your testosterone is not called TRT, but it's... it's yeah, I think it's called testosterone. I mean, testosterone, but TRT is the... The replacement, The right? replacement, right? Yeah so, yeah. yeah, so if you don't want to get TRT, guys, diet, exercise, sleep. sleep. There you go. Right. I think sleep is number... From what I heard, like, sleep is more important than exercise. Yeah. When it I comes mean, to staying in shape, I'm like, are you serious? You know, I, like I said, I, I think we talked about it last episode or two yeah. episodes ago. I, I bought a device to monitor... It, it, it monitors my activity throughout the right. day, my stress levels, but more importantly is my sleep. 
right? So it was actually telling me I need to be in bed by 9.30 today if I want to get maximized. Oh, wow. My, my I need sleep, that. But I won't listen to that, though. <laughs> yeah, but it does. I I'm mean, the it, worst person. But it holds, me, it holds me accountable. I mean, believe it or not, I'm the yeah. same way. Evelyn, you know, would tell you the same thing. She would tell me, hey, go to bed. And I'd be like, no, nah, just 10 more minutes of this YouTube channel or show, right? <laughs> right. It's important. This is yeah, important. Yeah, yeah, So I didn't realize that, like how much of a toll I was taking on myself by yeah. not getting to bed at a, at a decent a decent time, yeah. because it adds up. So like if Friday comes, like if you feel like you got hit by a, by a semi truck, you did it to yourself because you didn't get that sufficient sleep in, right? Now you're putting the bandage on by drinking a ton of caffeine, um, but having this thing on my wrist, give, sending me the alerts. You know, she's like, oh, man, you you know, you paid for a subscription to tell you the exact same thing I was telling you. And I'm like, maybe I just needed to hear it from different avenues, <laughs> right? Uh, but I'll tell you, I mean, just the fact that I'm able to pr provide a better product mm -hmm. in all aspects because I'm getting better sleep, it's totally huge, worth yeah. it. The investment was totally worth it. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, just wanted to keep it short and... Uh, short and fresh for you guys i guess um <clears throat> this week uh, but if you guys enjoyed today's episode were able to take anything from it share it with your friends and family um if at this point you've exhausted all your friends and family comment down below let us know what takeaway you got from today's episode let us know what you'd like to hear next just or just say hi say um you know first time listener returning listener we love to see you know who's chiming in and this past week i will say this i've had uh you know students from uh from other academies reach out and say that they were able to you know take something from our from our podcast and that's exactly what we want to do right we want to have these conversations that we have here in a small group setting with more people we got another country, Mexico. Oh, okay. Okay. Five countries. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Go. We, want to, we want to go worldwide, right? <laughs> and jiu-jitsu, I mean, jiu-jitsu is growing a lot in Mexico. I think uh, last time <clears throat> we spoke to Master Hanzo Gracie, he said really? he had over 37 schools now wow. down there. And I could be I could be off on that. I know, but it's I know it's a good amount of numbers. I mean, you know, there's there's, you know, S&P 500 companies yeah. that don't have that many locations out there. <laughs> I, I'm going to visit the Philippines sometime this year or next year. And I was, we're going to a small little town. I was like, I wonder if there's have any jiu-jitsu. They have two academies there, Brazilian oh, wow. jiu-jitsu, in the middle of, pretty much middle of nowhere. Yeah, but that's but they're, really they're cool. People. Yeah, it's cool. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'll pop in and wrestle some of these kids. Yeah, oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. See if maybe they'll listen to our... Maybe they'll be interested in listening to the yeah, podcast. Yeah, international. <laughs> but all right, guys. So hopefully, like I said, if you guys took anything from today's episode, like, share, subscribe, comment down below. Uh, looking forward to having some new information for you guys next episode. So stay tuned for episode 11. Enjoy the rest of your day.